You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores and celebrates all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip, and I'm a pedal pumping content creator and foot model. Check out my website, mimifootnip.com, for more about me. I've also got YouTube channels and some fledgling Instagram accounts. Instagram continues to delete me constantly, so I kind of just have an Instagram account as a like just as a placeholder, basically it's Mimi footnip dot, like one word, Mimi footnip dot pedal pumping. Uh, then I've also got some others that are more about foot fetish stuff. Uh, you can find me on OnlyFans, the clip stores everywhere. I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere you want to be. <laughs> I want to start off this episode, uh, with just like a little update And of course, I want to thank my patrons over on the Pedal Pumping Podcast Patreon who support this podcast since Spotify is a bitch and has pulled our monetization because we uh, talk about sexuality and I guess that's taboo. I I don't know. Uh, But I want to thank my patrons, Tevin, Riker, Not a Golfer, Rayshawn, Eric J., Pranking fan, Rocket Man, Havaianas fan, Austin, Mark and Miss Jess, Joe, DL, Major Dave, Harrison, and Classic Gas Pedals. I want to thank you guys so much for hanging in there with me. I am thinking about kind of changing the way we do things on Patreon, and I'm brainstorming some ideas. And if you have ideas, uh, whether you're a patron or somebody who would consider becoming a patron, um, let me know. You can hit me up at mimifootnip at gmail.com. And that's also true for any stories or questions or any way, you know, anything you want to contact me about, you can contact me there. Uh, and there's no commercial break because we no longer are monetized. So I'm just going to jump right into, I'm just going to jump right into it. I've got a story today from Matt. He's a former patron. And this set, and I'm just going to read his email. Um, It's a long one, so relax. Get yourself a nice, delicious drink and maybe some tissues. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) He says, hi, Mimi. This is another story that I have written. It's quite sexy. And as always, I hope you enjoy reading it. After the success of the previous date with Matt, Mimi thought it was about time that her and Matt arranged another one. It was a spring day in California, and it was the perfect day for a date with the man of her dreams. Mimi was in the living room, just relaxing after getting showered and dressed. Mimi was wearing a white sleeveless top, a black jacket, and a dark red miniskirt with white crisscross pattern on it. On her feet were a pair of blue Havaianas flip-flops, her favorite pair. Referring back to the skirt, Matt told her previously that this skirt reminded him of an old school teacher called Debbie, mentioned in a few stories that I have written. And Mimi wanted to see how Matt would react to her wearing something similar to Debbie. Mimi finished her coffee that she made a while ago and browsed on her phone for a short while. Mimi had her hair up in a tight ponytail and she was wearing a large gold hooped earrings. Mimi sent Matt a text message. Hi Matt, it's Mimi. What are you up to today? Do you fancy hanging out with me and having another date? Shortly after sending the text message, Mimi received a reply. 
Hi, Mimi. That sounds like a wonderful idea. I cannot wait to see you again. Mimi replies, I can't wait to see you either. I can't believe it's been a couple of months since we saw each other. We have so much to catch up on. Matt replied, yes, we do. And yes, it has been a while, hasn't it? Mimi replied, well, Matt, I will be leaving here shortly and I will see you in about 30 minutes or so. Bye, Mimi. Excess. X. X. <laughs> Mimi uncrossed her shapely legs and stood up from her chair with her mobile phone in her hand and took her mug into the kitchen and put it into the sink. Mimi grabs her car keys from the hook on the wall and makes her way into the hallway and picks up her handbag, which was hanging up on a hook on the wall by the front door. Mimi puts her phone in her handbag, and then Mimi unlocks the front door and walks out, locking the front door with her key. Mimi feels sexy today, and she knows that her and Matt are going to have a wonderful date together again. Mimi makes the short walk to the car parking area where her dark blue Ford Fiesta is parked. Mimi's flip-flops slap on the pavement as she walks to her car. Mimi unlocks the driver's door, and with the key still in the door, Mimi takes out her mobile phone from her handbag and opens the driver's door and puts her phone on the passenger seat and puts her handbag on the back seat behind the passenger seat. Mimi takes the key out of the door and holds them in her hand as she climbs into the car onto the soft driver's seat and stretches her flip-flopped feet out onto the pedals and finds the lever under her seat to move it forward towards the steering wheel. Mimi picks up her phone and sends Matt a text to say she's just about to leave. Matt replies, okay, Mimi, see you soon. Mimi adjusts herself in the seat and puts her seatbelt on and puts the key in the ignition. She wiggles the gear stick to make sure it's in neutral and turns the key in the ignition. Oh, come on, baby, Mimi begs. Come on, start for me. I said start, damn car. Fucking start for me. Mimi starts pounding the pedal and begging and pleading and bouncing wildly in the seat as she tries to get her car to start for her. Vroom. About fucking time. Mimi sighs as she puts the car into reverse and reverses out of the parking space. The car judders and then stalls. Damn car. Mimi sighs. Chug, chug, chug. Vroom. What's wrong with you today, Mimi ponders. Mimi puts the car into first gear and drives to the end of the road and waits at the junction of the main road, gently revving the car to make sure it doesn't stall out on her. Mimi puts her left turn signal and pulls out of the junction and floors the accelerator pedal, changes into second gear and then third gear and then finally fourth gear. The engine still feels juddery, but Mimi hopes that she'll make it to Matt's with no further issues. Mimi turns into the road leading to Matt's apartment and finds a parking space outside. Mimi unbuckles her seatbelt and moves the seat back with the lever underneath the seat and then opens the door and then exits the car and then locks it and holds her key in her hand. Mimi walks to Matt's apartment and rings his bell. Shortly after a few minutes, Matt's door opens and he greets Mimi with a hello. Matt is wearing jogging pants and a green sweater and his usual specially adapted shoes to help him walk. Matt steps out his front door with his phone and keys in his hands. He turns to lock the front door, and then Mimi grabs his hand, and they slowly walk to Mimi's car. As they are walking, Mimi tells Matt about her car troubles that morning, which make Matt feel slightly turned on, but he doesn't let on to me that's how he's feeling. 
They get to the car and Mimi unlocks the passenger door and assists Matt into the car and he puts his seatbelt on and closes the door. Mimi walks round to the driver's side and unlocks the door with her key and then climbs into the car. She moves the seat forward with the lever and then puts her phone in her handbag on the back seat. She turns around and puts her seatbelt on. She leans over, gives Matt a kiss on the lips and smiles. Matt turns to Mimi and says, what was that for? Mimi, re Mimi replies that she just felt like kissing you. Matt blushes and says, well, if you kiss like that, you can do it again and again. Matt turns to look at Mimi and notices the skirt she is wearing and notes that a former teacher of his wore something similar in class sometimes. Mimi looks at Matt and smiles and says, I'm glad that it reminds you of your old teacher. That was the idea. Matt replies, it looks great on you. Mimi replies, you're so sweet, Matt. Matt smiles at Mimi and says, thanks. Mimi puts the key in the ignition and turns it. Vroom. That's it, baby girl. Be good for mommy. Matt has a big grin on his face. Mimi turns to look at Matt and says, I know you love when I sweet talk my car. I do too, and I have only just started and then leans over and kisses Matt again. Mimi puts the car into reverse and uses the rear view mirror to reverse out of the parking space, then puts the car into first gear and drives out of Matt's road. Mimi signals right at the junction and pulls away and shifts into second and then third and then fourth. Mimi winds down her window so her hair blows in the spring breeze. Matt watches Mimi's ponytail blow in the wind as Mimi gently drives down the road. Matt looks at Mimi and sees a devilish grin on her face and says, What are you up to? Mimi replies, Wait and see. Mimi takes a left turn down a quiet, secluded dirt track, and at the end is a wooden, disused barn with trees and a footpath to the rear of the barn. Mimi parks the car just in front of the barn and leans over and kisses Matt and sweetly whispers in his ear, You think I didn't notice your slight bulge in your pants as we walked to my car from your apartment, and I told you how my car gave me trouble when I was leaving to go to your house. Well, I did notice, and I'm going to give you a show that you will remember forever. Mimi unbuckles her seatbelt and leans forward with her left arm wrapped around the steering wheel. She pulls out the choke with her other hand and starts pumping wildly and softly begging under her breath. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Start for Mimi. Come on, baby. Mimi looks at Matt squirming in the seat and says, I know you love watching me do this and winks. Mimi pumps even faster and harder and starts bouncing in the seat, her ponytail flying everywhere as she pumps the pedal and bounces away. Matt can feel a bulge forming in his pants again as he watches Mimi pump and bounce and beg and plead for her car to start for her. Matt's bulge is getting bigger as he gets more turned on with Mimi's pedal-pumping show. Mimi looks at Matt's bulge and says, Take it out, Matt, and stroke it. Matt pulls out his cock and starts stroking it to the rhythm of Mimi's bouncing and pumping. Mimi looks at Matt's hard cock and leans over for a moment and says, Oh, Matt. That's a hard cock. Do you mind if I lick the tip? Matt looks at Mimi, unsure of what to say, and can only muster a nod. Mimi stops bouncing and pumping for a moment and leans over and licks the tip of Matt's cock. Mmm, that feels good on my tongue, Matt. Mimi licks and kisses the tip of Matt's cock, which causes it to bulge even more. Mmm, I love when you get hard and turned on watching me pedal pumping, Mimi says to Matt with a wink. 
Mimi turns back into her normal position in her seat and starts to pump the pedal again hard and fast, causing her to bounce in her seat. She fiddles with the choke, pushing it in and out while pumping and bouncing and holding the key in the start position, not letting the car settle at all with her pumping, hoping to flood it out suddenly. The car tries to fire into life, but Mimi puts the car into first gear and lets out the clutch, and the car promptly stalls and dies. Mimi looks over at Matt, stroking his cock, and says, Stroke it faster, Matt. I want to see you come for me. Mimi starts softly begging the car to start. Come on, start for me. Come on, baby, start. Matt's cock starts to ooze pre-cum from the tip. Mimi looks over and sees the pre-cum and says that it's, Matt, come for me, baby. Matt keeps stroking his cock until cum starts to flow from the tip, and Mimi looks at Matt and says, Ooh, you made quite a mess there. Mimi passes Matt some tissues from the compartment in the door, and Matt wipes the cum from his hard cock. Matt pulls up his underwear and jogging pants and adjusts himself in the seat, trying to catch his breath. Mimi leans over and kisses his lips, which makes Matt feel on top of the world. Mimi looks into Matt's eyes and says, I know it's only our second date, and we've gone farther than we have before, but I like you, Matt, and you make me feel special. Matt looks at Mimi and says, I feel the same about you, babe. Mimi blushes and says, I love when you call me babe. Mimi looks at Matt and says, are you ready for round two, or do you need a few more moments to compose yourself? Matt, trying to catch his breath and recover from what he just saw, replies, have you got any drinking water? Mimi replies, try the glove box. I sometimes keep a spare bottle in there when I get hot and sweaty, especially when the car won't start after a long day at work at the school. Matt opens the glove box and finds a bottle of water and opens it and takes a few sips and then looks at Mimi and says, would you like some? Mimi says, thanks, Matt, and takes the bottle and opens it and takes a few sips and screws the bottle top closed and passes it back to Matt, who puts it in the compartment in the passenger door. Matt takes a deep breath and looks at Mimi and says, I'm ready for round two. Mimi looks at Matt and leans over and kisses his lips and puts, his, puts her arms around him. Matt puts his arms around Mimi and they start kissing each other tenderly. Matt runs his hands through Mimi's ponytail and feels how soft Mimi's hair is. And then Mimi says, this might be better. Mimi removes her hairband and sets her hair free. Matt winks at Mimi and continues to run his hands through her hair. Mimi says, that feels good. So good, my pussy is starting to tingle. Mmm, I love when your pussy tingles, Mimi, Matt replies. So do I, Matt. Mimi winks at Matt and pulls him closer and kisses his lips passionately as Matt's caressing of Mimi's hair is turning her on and making her pussy wet. They continue kissing and holding each other close for the next five minutes, and by the time they are finished, Mimi's pussy is so wet. Mimi looks at Matt and says, I'm hungry. I'm going to get this car started, and then we can go get some food and drinks to bring back here to the disused den. Matt looks at Mimi and says, Great idea, babe. Mimi pushes the choke in and puts her seatbelt on, turns the key in the ignition. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Mimi begs. Start for me, baby. Please start for mama. I said fucking start. Yes, that's it, baby. 
The car gently idles and Mimi gently revs the engine, causing her to stubbornly bounce in the seat. Matt watches Mimi's hair bounce off her shoulders. Mimi releases the parking brake and puts the car into reverse and reverses out of where she was parked and then turns the car around and drives towards the dirt track away from the disused den. Mimi makes a left turn at the junction and pulls away looking for signs to a store. She quickly picks up speed and changes gear from second to third to fourth. She winds her window up as the air is slightly chilly and she turns on the heater to warm her and Matt up. Mimi continues to drive up the road and Matt spots a store about 500 meters up the road. Mimi pulls up outside the store and pulls up the parking brake and unbuckles her seat belt and grabs her handbag from the back seat and pushes her seat back using the lever under the seat. She exits the car and walks into the store, grabs a bunch of things from the shelves, and then the person at the till puts everything in a bag and Mimi takes out her purse and pays with cash and then leaves the store holding the bag of items in her hand. Mimi opens the car door with one hand and passes the bag of items to Matt who puts the bag down in front of him on the floor of the passenger side. Mimi gets into the car, pulls the seat forward with the lever underneath the seat and puts her seatbelt on. Mimi runs her hands through her hair and winks at Matt, fluffing up her hands and letting it rest off her shoulders. Mimi releases the parking brake and puts the car in first gear and pulls away from the store and turns around and drives toward the disused den. Mimi takes the turning towards the den and the turns the car around and reverses just in front of the den and turns the car off and unbuckles her seatbelt, pushes her seat back with the lever underneath the seat and then removes the key from the ignition and holds the keys in her hand and exits the car using her other hand to open the door and climbs out and goes round to the passenger side and grabs the bag of items and helps Matt out of the car and locks it. Matt and Mimi find the unused den unlocked and open the door and find a couple of chairs and a table and a small electric heater. Mimi puts her keys on the table and then turns on the electric heater while Matt puts the bag of the store goodies on the table and they both sit down opposite each other. Matt empties the bag onto the table and they both decide what to eat. Matt grabs a drink and a sandwich and a candy bar. Mimi chooses a bowl of salad and a low-calorie juice drink and a sugar-free fruit bar. Matt and Mimi eat their food, and then Matt asks Mimi what does she have planned next. Mimi says, well, I have a couple of ideas, but I haven't decided which I will do yet, so you'll have to wait and see. Matt smiles at Mimi. Mimi puts the rubbish back into the bag and walks to a disposal bin near the car. She then goes back to Matt and turns off the heater and helps him back to the car. Mimi unlocks the car and helps Matt get into the car. Matt puts his seatbelt on and closes his door. Mimi walks around to the driver's side. Matt can hear her flip-flops as she walks across the ground to the driver's side. Mimi opens the driver's door and climbs in, pulls the seat forward and puts the key in the ignition, then puts on her seatbelt. Mimi turns the key. Vroom! Mimi starts to rev the engine quite hard and starts bouncing in her seat. Her hair dances on her shoulders and her earrings glisten in the mid-afternoon sunlight. Vroom, vroom, vroom! Mimi mashes the accelerator pedal to the floor and the RPM dial rises with every pound of the pedal. Mimi looks at Matt and says, This is part three. You've had some cranking and some driving and now this is the time for some revving. Matt smiles and Mimi does a sexy giggle and says to Matt with a wink, Watch my foot. Mimi removes one of her flip-flops and proceeds to hard rev the engine. 
Matt watches Mimi's sexy foot pound the gas pedal as she bounces wildly in the seat, her hair bouncing up and down on her shoulders with every bounce. Vroom, vroom, vroom! The engine screams as Mimi floors the pedal, her toes making an indent on the pedal, and her heel is raised slightly as she's pressing down hard. The warmth from the sun is peeking through the car, making it really warm and cozy, so Mimi turns off the heater and removes her jacket, revealing her sexy bare shoulders and throws it on the back seat. Matt leans over and starts stroking Mimi's hair. Mimi looks at Matt and sees a playful smile on his face. Mimi leans over to Matt and cups his face in her hands and kisses his forehead. Matt continues to stroke Mimi's hair as she continues to rev the engine quite hard. Plumes of smoke exit the exhaust pipe, filling the air with petrol fumes as she continues the revving punishment. Mimi sees the temperature gauge almost in the red, so eases off the abuse and lets the car settle into a gentle idle. Mimi leans over and kisses Matt's lips as the car idles away with a bit of a splutter. Mmm, your lips taste so good, Mimi. Matt replies, Mmm, I'm glad you like how they taste, babe. I love kissing you, and I have loved spending the day with you on our date today. Matt replies, Me too, babe. Mimi says, That's enough revving. Let's go for a drive and see where we end up. Mimi pull, puts her flip-flop back on and releases the parking brake and puts the car into first gear and drives toward the dirt road. Mimi takes a right at the junction at the end of the dirt road and pulls away smoothly, gliding through the gears till she reaches fourth gear, continuing to drive down the road, not even sure where they're heading. Mimi opens the window and lets the breeze blow her hair as it bounces wildly off her bare shoulders. Mimi reaches a stop sign and cannot resist leaning over and kissing Matt's lips as she waits for the lights to change to green. Mimi manages to get in two deep, long kisses before the lights turn green. Mimi puts the car in first gear and pulls away from the stop sign and sees a sign saying beach. So she takes the turning that leads to the beach. Mimi finds a quiet parking space near the beach so they can watch the waves from the car. She shuts the car off and pushes her seat back with the lever and unbuckles her seatbelt. And Matt leans across and she puts her arm around his shoulder and kisses his forehead. He sits back in his seat and Mimi rests her arm across the back of Matt's seat and leans over and kisses his lips several times and loves how it feels. Mimi and Matt spend the next few minutes kissing each other and then Matt plays with Mimi's hair while they watch the waves crash on the beach as the sun sets on this beautiful spring day. Mimi rests her head on the back of the seat and lets Matt continue to stroke her hair and run his hands through it, which is which relaxes her and gives her a warm, happy feeling inside knowing that she's loved. Mimi looks at Matt and says, I think we better head back home before it gets too late. Matt looks at Mimi and says, okay, babe. Mimi puts her seat forward with the lever and puts on her seatbelt and turns the key in the ignition. Rrr, rrr, chug, 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 rrr, chug. Oh, not now, baby. Come on, start for me. Mimi pumps the pedal slightly faster and gently bounces in the seat and tries turning the key again. Rrr, 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 please start for me. Mimi looks at Matt with a puzzled look on her face at her predicament and says, I don't know why she's not starting for me. She's been mostly fine all day apart from the first thing when I came to pick you up and also when I purposefully flooded her earlier. She's got plenty of fuel, so I don't know what the issue is. Matt tries to reassure Mimi that everything will be okay. Mimi looks at Matt and says, I hope so. She's my baby and I love her. 
Mimi says she's going to take a look under the hood, bonnet. Mimi pulls her seat back and unbuckles her seatbelt and pulls up the parking brake and pulls the hood bonnet release lever and exits the car and lifts up the hood bonnet and attaches the latch to keep it open and looks around the engine for any loose connections and then she spots the air filter hose is loose again, like it was the other week when her and Debbie and Jane went to a bar. Mimi says to herself, I really need to find a way to stop it from coming loose so often. Mimi pushes the hose on tighter and tightens the cable tie. Mimi pulls, puts down the latch and closes the bonnet hood with an angry thud and angrily walks back to the driver's door, opens it with a hard pull and leans over her seat and picks up her jacket from the back seat and puts it on and then she angrily climbs into the back of the car and shuts the door with a bang as she's not in a good mood now and she's had a lovely day with Matt and she's not going to let car trouble stop them from enjoying what they have left of their date. Mimi pulls her seat forward with the lever and puts her seatbelt on and turns the key in the ignition. Chug, chug, chug. Oh, come on, baby. I want to go home. Mimi pulls out the choke a bit and turns the key. That's it, baby. Mimi gently rubs the engine and lets it warm up and puts the heater on while the car it warms up as the car is a bit chilly now. The sun has gone down. Mimi puts the car into reverse and releases the parking brake and reverses out of the parking space, revving the engine really high, making it scream and not letting it settle as she shoves the gear stick into first. And the wheels spin as they get traction on the gravel and the car judders and jolts, but Mimi floors the pedal and the car picks up speed and Mimi says to the car, no more drama, please. Just get us home. She shoves the gear stick into second and then grinds it into third and then slams it into fourth not letting the engine have any reprieve from her hard driving. Mimi says to Matt she needs a cigarette. So Matt passes her a cigarette from the packet in the glove box and she puts it in her mouth and with one hand on the wheel she lights it with the other hand using the lighter then she passes the lighter to Matt who puts it in the glove box and then Mimi opens the window slightly and inhales a cigarette and exhales the smoke out the window. Mimi continues to drive the car hard as she smokes her cigarette on this cool spring evening with Matt. Mimi changes gear down into third as she approaches a few tight corners and then picks up speed when on a straight part of the road and changes gear into fourth. Mimi finishes her cigarette and disposes of it in the ashtray in the center console while keeping an eye on the road. She takes full control of the wheel again and smoothly navigates a few more twisty turns with the car running smoothly with only the odd splutter when she slows down to take a corner. Mimi sees a sign saying 20 miles to town where her and Matt live. Mimi takes the turning before the sign and drives down a secluded and run-down bumpy dirt road, which leads to a forest area in the middle of nowhere. Mimi looks at Matt and winks and says, Are you ready for the finale before I drive us home? Matt looks at Mimi and smiles and says, Yes. Mimi pulls the car to the side of the dirt road and stops the car and pulls the parking brake up and unbuckles her seatbelt. Mimi removes her jacket and sleeveless top and skirt, so now that she's only wearing her flip-flops and her lacy underwear. Mimi pushes the choke in and gently presses the accelerator pedal with her foot and the car starts to splutter and chug and run rough and then dies. Mimi looks at Matt with a wink and goes, oops, with a sexy giggle. The car died on me. 
Mimi leans forward and wraps her arms around the steering wheel and turns the key in the ignition and starts pounding the accelerator pedal with her foot. Her tits start jiggling as she bounces in the seat and her hair starts bouncing wildly off her naked neck and shoulders. Come on, baby, stir for me. Mimi begs softly. Mimi puts her hand down her underpants and starts stroking her pussy. Mmm, feels so good stroking my pussy when my car won't start for me. Mimi looks at Matt and says, get your cock out. I want to rub and come together. Matt pulls his cock out and starts rubbing. Mimi rubs her pussy as she bounces and begs and pleads for her car to start. Her pussy is getting so wet from all the pedal pumping, it turns around so much when her car won't start, and she knows it turns on Matt, also watching her. Matt keeps stroking his cock as he watches Mimi bouncing and begging and pleading for her car to start. Come on, baby! Mimi begs as she pumps and bounces in her seat, her sexy feet getting sweaty in her flip-flops. Stir for me, baby, come on! Mimi desperately begs. Mimi fingers her wet pussy as she pounds the pedal and bounces in the seat. Oh, oh, I feel so good when I finger my pussy when my car won't start for me. Matt's cock is getting bigger with every stroke and he's close to coming. Mimi fingers her pussy faster and harder as she leans forward even more for leverage, her chin resting on top of the steering wheel as she looks into the darkness that surrounds her and Matt in the forest with her headlights, the only light source. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Mimi sweetly begs as every pound of her pussy with her finger sends an impulse through her body that's so intense that she has to take a moment to catch her breath and compose herself. Mimi looks over at Matt's cock and sees pre-cum on the tip and says, Oh, Matt, you're so close to coming. Matt rubs his cock and shoots a load of cum that dribbles down his leg. He grabs a tissue and cleans up the mess. Matt looks at Mimi, still stroking her pussy, and says, Your turn to come, baby. Mimi looks at Matt and says, I'm so close, babe. Mimi fingers herself one more time and she comes on her finger. Matt says, Wow, that's a lot of cum. Mimi licks her finger and wipes it with a tissue. Mimi looks at Matt and says, let's go home. I'm going to be daring and drive like this, just with my seatbelt on for safety. And I'm going barefoot as my feet are hot. Matt looks at Mimi and says, wow, that's daring. Mimi puts her seatbelt on and turns the key in the ignition. Woohoo! That's it, baby. Mimi pulls out the choke so the engine idles smoothly and releases the parking brake. Mimi puts the car in first gear and pulls away from the side of the road and heads for home. Mimi is loving driving naked and barefoot, and Matt is enjoying it too from the smile on his face. Mimi stops at the red light and leans over and kisses Matt's lips. The light turns green and Mimi revs the engine hard and engages first gear and pulls away from the lights and then slams it into second and then third and then fourth. And then they cruise down the road until they reach the turning of their apartment and Mimi takes the turning and then parks in the car in the space outside their apartment. Mimi pulls up the parking brake and pushes the seat back with the lever and turns the car off. Mimi grabs her handbag and her clothes from the back seat. Mimi removes the key from the ignition and exits the car and then goes around to the passenger side and helps Matt out of the car and then locks it. Matt and Mimi walk to their apartment and Mimi opens the door and they both walk in and Mimi locks and closes the door behind them. Mimi puts her handbag on the hook and Matt walks into the lounge. Mimi puts her clothes into the wash basket and goes into the bathroom to freshen up and then goes into the bedroom and puts on a silky baby pink nightdress. 
Matt thinks the fun is over now. They're home, but Mimi has other ideas. Mimi goes back into the lounge where Matt is waiting. Matt sits down on the chair and calls Matt over. Matt walks over to Mimi. Mimi is sitting cross-legged on the chair in just her nightdress and the puts out her arms and says to Matt, come closer and put your arms around me and kiss me. Matt puts his arms around Mimi and kisses her lips and her neck. Mimi kisses Matt's lips and also his neck. Matt runs his hands through Mimi's hair and he can tell Mimi is enjoying that as he can see her nipples harden through her sheer lacy see-through nightdress. Mimi opens up her nightdress so that Matt can get a better view of her nipples and her tits and her pussy. Mimi says to Matt, get on your knees and lick my wet pussy and get your cock out so I can suck it while you finish sucking my pussy. Matt gets on his knees. Mimi spreads her legs wide so that Matt can lick her pussy and make it wet with his saliva while Matt is sucking Mimi's pussy. Mimi puts her hand down Matt's pants and starts rubbing his cock to get it hard for her. Mmm, that feels so good, Matt. I love it when you lick my pussy and make it wet. Matt continues for a few more minutes, and then Mimi says to Matt, Stand up and take your cock out. Matt stands up and takes his cock out. Mimi leans over and puts Matt's cock in her mouth and starts sucking hard and thrusting on in back and forth with her mouth. Matt is in ecstasy. He never thought he'd get to witness so much car trouble on their date, and he never imagined she'd suck his cock when they got home either. Mimi looks up from sucking Matt's cock and says, I love you, Matt. Matt replies, I love you too, Mimi. Mwah. Mimi kisses Matt's lips and holds him close, and then goes back to sucking his cock. Matt's cock throbs and hardens as Mimi sucks it, and then, out of nowhere, it shoots cum into Mimi's mouth. Mimi has a mouthful of cum. She doesn't know whether to spit it out or swallow, so she chooses to swallow and says, Wow, Matt, that was a lot of cum you shot in my mouth. I'm impressed. Mimi and Matt then go to bed, and that finishes another successful date.